0: Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
1: El Huddle is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
2: Hello, everyone. Malcolm Rodriguez, Detroit Lions linebacker. You're listening to the El Huddle podcast. Hola, ¿qué tal? What's good,
3: everybody? Welcome in to another edition of the El Huddle podcast. My prima, mi prima hermana, MJ Casa Ruiz with Will Salva. So glad you're with us. MJ, glad that you are with me. You were out the previous week because your throat was not feeling so hot. Mm -hmm. You weren't feeling so hot. And the first thing I immediately thought was, did she use Vaporub? Of course I used it.
1: Immediately. (laughs) slathered on. It didn't work. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, basically, my body just said, um, "You need to go sit down somewhere, calm yeah. down." You know, the grind has been sort of crazy, running back and forth. Um, right after Super Bowl, we go right into combine. It, you know, it, it sort of never ends, and and you and know how what days. it's like. Will we we like yeah. push and push, and eventually it gets to a point where like your body will tell you, Mm-mm, "Not today, not yeah. today." Yeah, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. I'm feeling much better. Thank you.
3: Good, we're good. I, I wanted to, to tell you that I saw Nate Burleson, our brother, My buddy. who was co-hosting at the Kids' Choice Awards. So cool. I had not seen him in like three and a half years. Oh, you hadn't and seen him in real life. I had not. Well, I mean, it's been a I while. It was like three years or something yeah. like that since we saw each other. And obviously, I'm so so proud of him. He's like a brother. Yeah. and And we were just hanging out in his dressing room and just joking around, having fun. And went over the scripts and you know how prepared he is oh, yeah. and literally Locked he in. wanted me to um, throw out like the first line of of a script of his part and he then would call out what it was and man, when you know it when knew it yeah yeah and and i took my daughter and her friend and it was so much fun because then they they had a chance to see you know charlie d'amelio which was huge you know and and massive deal. And then they saw Mark Ballas from dancing with the stars. Yeah. Obviously he won with Charlie D'Amelio couldn't have been nicer. And then, you know, we're sitting right next to the little baby as well. Casual, uh, which yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I, I gotta, I gotta say what's up to him. I got it. I say, yeah, 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 we paid, you know, uh, <laughs> he's, he was saw him perform in, in person was so cool. And, um, you know Nate, seeing him perform too because he was nervous about the opening dance number. So great to see him, great to catch up with him, and uh, I know that that uh, obviously you know Nate well and, yeah. and love him like I do. So I saw uh, I all the Burlesons
1: in um, in Phoenix very quickly, right? Because we're all sort of like we're like ships yeah. passing in the night very quickly of uh, going through the convention center there, and I saw, of course, his amazing wife Atoya um, mm-hmm. and his daughter Mia, who's just like. She is killing it, too. Yeah, the whole family her. is just like a family of they superstars. But, it's sickening, really. It's right, they really are like, sickening. really, guys? <laughs> but it's so great to see, and you love to see it. And Nate's so big time now, but he's not, because he's still Nate. And yeah. I think that's yeah, my favorite part. And that part doesn't surprise me at all, because we know him as a person, not just Nate, the football player, Nate, the host, or Nate, the performer. Like He is genuinely a good dude. I'm so glad you guys got to catch up um, for a while, there, I know he misses you, yeah. he always talks about you,
3: yeah, I just he's a a loyal guy, and, yeah. and that's what I told him too. and um, so proud of him, yeah, uh, and so proud of us having this podcast because we get a chance to talk to these other Latino voices mm-hmm. in the sports world. And they amplify their viewpoints and their journey to get to this point. And I am happy to say that we have Lions linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez oh, with us. So we'll get into it with him how he likes to have his burrito, very particular about very that. Particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll delve into a bunch of things with him. So can't wait for that. That's coming up. But right now we've got the headlines. Yes. We've got titulares. Breaking news. Noticiero. It's just in. Este breve. Oh, MJ. This is the headline that never ends. The the collective groan. The eye (laughs) roll that I feel. So here we go. Aaron Rodgers has now revealed that he does intend to keep playing, but not for the Packers. This Mm -hmm. is what he had to say on the Pat McAfee Show.
0: At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, Mm. And I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get. Always going to have love for that organization. But the facts are right now, they want to move on. Oh, my God, it's right there. And now, Mm -hmm. and now so do I
1: um since friday okay great super convincing thank you um i don't know that anyone (laughs) expected this to go any differently right so it's like we've been waiting for news definitive news but to me to keep it a buck he didn't really say anything new other than the day in which he decided that he wanted to keep on playing which was not that long ago right um, so intending to
3: play for the Jets, though, that didn't. Seem oh, intending like it was- to play for
1: the team yeah. that flew across the country on a private jet to come talk to you in Malibu. Yeah, I hope so. I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so.
3: I overall thought that for Aaron Rodgers, we talk about how doing this coverage. It drives us insane, right? It's My parents the most. would say it's a gran bochinche, a gran uh. bochinche, which in Nicaragua is a big cluster, right? And this is what it's felt like. And if he's in our minds, guess what? Reporters, hosts, etc., were in his mind as well, right? You know, we, we've we've talked about pettiness and that sort of thing. So that clearly was in his head. I do think that both of these teams have leverage. The Jets know that the Packers don't have a trade partner, but the Packers now can sit back and say, OK, nice. let's see what offers you are going to give us. Now, it doesn't sound like the Packers are asking for the moon and they're not asking for two first round picks. So there is some hold up there. But the Jets are also painted into a corner where they know they have to produce. Now it's a point of no return because if they don't get him, it's going to seem as a massive failure and disappointment. And now it seems like it's just a matter of when the news drops that he's going to be a New York Jet.
1: And by the way, there's no other than like the season starting, there's really no deadline day for them to get this done, which is super annoying. But we can't glaze over the fact that less than 10 days ago, the Jets were all in on Derek Carr. They were that's hoping right. that that's the guy that was going to be under center for them mm-hmm. in New York, New Jersey. But Derek ended up going to the Saints, of course, as we know now. So all of this is just, it, it is messy. I would like it to be cleaned up quickly. Please yeah, don't drag this yeah. out. Please release us from this chokehold. Because it's like, uh, yeah. so yesterday, so we knew, okay, uh, earlier this week, at some point he's going to talk on Pat McAfee's show. Cool. Loyalty there to his boy, by the way. Good for you, Pat. Um, mm-hmm. But I didn't, I had this sense. I had this feeling in my gut. I'm like, we're, he's going to talk, but, we're not, but this is not going to be over. So it's not going to be right. a situation where like, all right, here's all of the information. The deal is going to get done. No, because still here we all are waiting for, now the business side of things, which is far more complicated than any darkness retreat, um. Now that still has to go on. I'm over it. And think
3: about it. He he could mess things up for the Packers if he decides mm-hmm. to show up for an off-season workout, right? Right. And then that money becomes <laughs> guaranteed. So don't <laughs> think he's going to do that. But who knows? You never know how these things go, right? Who Who's knows? Uh, who knows what's happening in Vegas as oh. well. The Raiders, yeah, trading Darren Waller to the giants for a third round pick
1: that was it's disrespectful move. <laughs> disrespectful <laughs> just what they got in return was disrespectful very excited for you if you're a giants fan right like this is a huge yeah. acquisition darren waller a guy who you're happy yeah not that right my husband's very happy that he's there but he's confused he's like oh, i'm not gonna not gonna ask you how you got the fire sale i'm just glad that you mm-hmm. got it um but a, a lot of folks were like oh well like Jimmy G must be so bummed did we forget that he still has Devonte Adams and Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro i mean they got to bulk up the defense a bit more now but in terms of like offensive pieces there's still a lot to work with over there um in Vegas so it, it was odd to me that that the trade off was a third rounder um mm-hmm. but i'm 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 happy for Darren i think he's he's a tremendous player he's going to bring so much to the giants and to Dayball, yes. I think that's going to be a real cool connection too between coach, um, and player. But it, it, that was, I think the big shock point of that trade was the third round pick number 100, um, going over there.
3: If you look at Dawson Knox's final season Knox. with Brian Dable mm-hmm. as the OC, he was highly productive. Oh yeah. And that's the potential that they have in New York. They signed Daniel Jones to his contract. Saquon was tagged. And we talked about it throughout the season. He had no one to throw to. It's
1: yeah. Daniel I think he Belliger. still needs a true number one receiver, but... He does. This is a he, good he step.
3: This is absolutely a great first step for them. And this is also a team-friendly contract for them oh, yeah. that they are inheriting as well. So if it doesn't work out after a year or if he's still hurt... Then they can cut bait, but right. if he is indeed healthy, he could be a mismatch nightmare for them and really boost up uh, this offense and, and Daniel Jones because now the expectations are there because he does have a contract. And before Darren Wall was hurt, you know, two years ago, he was mentioned the same breath as as Kelsey and yep. Kittle and Andrews is one of mm-hmm. the top tight ends in the league. So no I think it's a uh, win for the Giants, no question. Uh, now this takes us to another player who is leaving, a longtime player, and that would be Ezekiel Elliott, who Ooh. was informed that he would be cut. And so now he is without a team. What is, what's your initial thought of this?
1: You know, it, it's weird because first of all, it's weird to think of Zeke not in a Cowboys uniform, right? Right. That's, that's, so synonymous. Well, so synonymous right. with him. But now I'm I'm having a tough time placing him on another team, not just based on needs, yeah. the prospects that are coming in, but what they would need to pay him as well. Like Zeke is probably not going to play for a Millie, right? Nor should he. But right. it's so weird with the running back position because I they know. love you the until, so until you, they don't. Right. Like, yeah. they, they run him till the wheels fall off. And so, thinking, just thinking that the window for him is closing is wild to me. But we've seen yeah. this happen before. Remember Todd Gurley? Literally disappeared off the fifth Yeah, year. Great point. And he helped that team, one of the main reasons that team got to a Super Bowl. We're talking 2017, 2018 years, right? Um, Melvin Gordon, same thing. Now he's bouncing around from team to team. And the Chargers were using him as like the main big bodied back. It's nuts. That's why you see guys like Austin Eckler saying, hey, I want to trade. I want to get paid now because I know what's coming in the future. Sure. And then the Zeke news happens and he gets released. So it's 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 a this league is is bittersweet for running backs. It just is, you know
3: it is it's it's brutal he's not going to get the kind of money that jamal williams got from the right. saints or miles sanders got from the panthers i hate to put it in these terms but i think this was long overdue it probably mm-hmm. should have been done probably two three right. years ago the right. reality is that the contract was a bad one great for him but it was not good from a team building standpoint now Zeke was a staple in Dallas where mm-hmm. when he got that contract, he was one of the top five running backs at that time, right? And he deserved big money. I just don't think that was realistic for the Cowboys to do. Okay. They tend to overpay a little bit for their own players and Zeke did a lot. I mean, he, he helped out Dak Prescott with his development and he's a two time rushing champ, yep. you know, he's third in the franchise in rushing yards. So he's meant a lot to. The franchise, I don't know what the market is for him. I don't know if it's just a a, a short yardage uh, goal line running back is what he's going to be. I'm fascinated to see where he's going to go because there are other running backs that are still looking to find homes. Yep. And I don't know how teams are going to view him, MJ.
1: Someone, I My group chat lit up early this morning and they were like, Miami better make a play for Zeke. I'm like, they just re-signed both their backs. Yeah, most of Yeah, Yesterday. And, and Wilson, yeah. Poor Phenomenal. Yeah, no, no need I'm to. like, that's not it. That's no, not the play. No. He's not going to be I, the third back the anywhere. Just... You know, so it's, it's not. Because the Premier guys are staying put. Josh Jacobs, yep. tagged. Saquon Barkley, tagged. You know, all of these other. It, it's rough. Somebody did mention Cincinnati hmm okay there questions around mixing that could be an interesting play okay maybe there's still hope there's still hope and you have to believe you have to imagine that at this point gms are like oh we didn't have this potentially on our bingo card but now we should explore it because the name ezekiel elliott carries weight and it should still carry weight in the league in my opinion
3: and you know a name that also carries weight Malcolm Rodriguez, the Lions linebacker, he is going to be joining us on the El Huddle podcast on the other side. Don't miss it.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill, so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. He was an absolute tackling
3: machine. 87 tackles in 16 games. During his rookie year, he was named the all-rookie team. He was also one of the stars of Hard Knocks. They call him Rodrigo. Malcolm Rodriguez, Lions linebacker. Hey, welcome to the El Huddle podcast. What's up, brother?
2: What's up, guys? Thank you guys for having me. Haven't heard Rodrigo in a while.
1: (laughs) So no one calls you that outside of the Lions facility? (laughs)
2: No, no, they definitely do, especially here in Michigan now. And they'd be like Rodrigo, Rodrigo. So when I go back home, I'm just with the family, so everyone calls me Mal or Malcolm. So it's it's been a while since I heard Rodrigo. It's
3: funny. Well, do you do you roll your eyes when you hear Rodrigo or no? Or I
2: just you think it's like chicken it stride. I, yeah, I take it in stride. It's, it's a name that I was given by my DC, so I you know I take it and run with it.
1: Didn't he say at one point, like, wait, his name is not Rodrigo? Like, he at one point, yeah, Rodrigo,
2: yeah <laughs> he didn't realize it was, was coming right. from Rodriguez. Well, it was. It wasn't the coach. They knew, like, uh, all the coach knew Rodriguez, but the players <laughs> when I like, first got there, they're like, oh, his name's not Rodrigo's last name, and so they found out it was Rodriguez. So they kind of put two and two together.
1: You're like, it's Malcolm Luciano Rodriguez. To be yes, yeah,
2: Malcolm Luciano Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, everyone thinks I like it's that. Luciano. Yeah, everyone thinks it's Luciano, but that's Italian, so not Italian.
1: You know what? get the twenty-three and me. Who knows? It's probably in there too. Yeah. It could be. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, we were we were talking a little bit
3: before the podcast about your background. You are so proud of
2: your roots and of your mm-hmm. culture. Talk to us about that. Yeah, just growing up, you know, my dad's side, he was the, you know, Spanish side, Mexican side. So uh, growing up with my grandma, you know, learned a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of curse words through her. But uh, she was, uh, she was very hard on us. I remember, uh, like it was the other day, like she would, you, we would be eating food at the table, and she'd be like, "You better eat all your food, or you're not leaving this table." So mm-hmm. she was very hard on us like wow. that. Then my mom's side, she's also uh, Native American, so I'm a Cherokee. I have Cherokee in me, so kind of a little bit, a little bit of everything. But it's just one of those things where. I just uh, thankful for the opportunity to be uh, both cultures and kind of just ride with it.
1: You know, we saw this post. Um, I think it was by your mom who posted this beautiful image. Of, when you see posts like that, especially coming from your own mom, what does that mean to you? Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it just means a lot. You know, it's just the support in the system I have behind me, and just how uh, supportive everyone is. The Latino family, even Latino like you know, players reach out to me and say, "Hey, man." Uh, True inspiration, and it's just one of those things where I take it to heart. Where I'm just a small town kid, just kind of living up in the dream in the NFL now. So just kind of just playing for those guys in the Latino uh, community.
1: You know, you mentioned quickly with Will while I was trying to get my mind together, um, I was still eavesdropping. Um, But you know, you guys didn't, you and your your family didn't learn. Spanish, um, right away. Mm -hmm. And like for Will and I, it's the total opposite. I had no choice. Like my grandma was also one of like the main people who raised me. She did not speak English. So by default, Spanish was my first language, but we talk about it so much here on the podcast, like speaking the language does not take away from your latinidad or from you being part of the culture or even from your identity right like it's it's so complex and there's such a spectrum and that's been one of the i think most beautiful things especially when you talk um about a kid who's now playing in in detroit michigan (laughs) right like (laughs) who's to say that you're any any more or any less um so i I wanted to throw that in
2: it's just one of those things i was just seen growing up. Everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're Latino and all that. I'm like, yes, like I, I'm Latino. And like, they're, all right, why don't you speak Spanish? <laughs> and I was, and I was like, it's one of those things where my parents knew, like uh, where we grew up, it was all English. So they want us not to fall behind and just, you know, trying to backtrack. Right. So they're like later on down the road, you're, you're able to learn Spanish. Mm-hmm. It's easier being around it more. And so it's just one of those things where uh, I'm kind of just learning as I, as I go. So it's, it's not a big rush for me, but it's one of those things I'll like. i make it a hobby. I'll make it a hobby, yeah. I'll make a hobby where I'm going to learn it uh, one off season.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we, we totally get it. Uh, you know that, obviously, in Mexico, there are a lot of rabid football fans. Mm-hmm. And we saw that when the Cardinals and the 49ers played each other in Mexico City. MJ happened to be there. What would it mean to you to go play in front of all those Mexican fans down in Mexico City?
2: It'd be awesome. I know. I know the love would be uh, very, you know, enthusiastic going there and just being around the Latinos and the Mexican crowd and all that. So I would, I would be happy to go play in an area like that.
1: Um, I want to peel back some of the many layers of Malcolm here. Here, you're a big Marvel fan. Kang mm-hmm. the Conqueror is making a wave, right? Because Jonathan Majors just played him, so amazingly yep. had us rooting for honestly had me rooting for for the villain for the bad guy what does that <laughs> say about me i don't know but do you think he's a better villain than thanos and how do you say it? thanos or thanos because there's a thanos. big thanos.
2: i think. i say thanos okay thanos so tomato, I think, tomato. I think yeah exactly <laughs> i end up watching him before like the whole show the whole show came out and it was the uh, the loki one Mm-hmm. And so i kind of yeah. knew that he was coming in in the multiverse so I, like i said i'm a big marvel guy i remember i used to binge watch that like what 26 27 movies all in a row like yeah a weekend. What? So only a true know.
1: fan would do that by the way
2: it's on one of those things where i just pick up on little stuff that i missed the first time and i just keep going after it
1: i'm a one and done i'm gonna watch it one time that like i got it i got yeah. it
2: yeah <laughs> Well, it's one of those things where, like, uh, I would be like on TikTok or something like that, and be like, "Oh, did you see this?" And like, it's like these theories. And, like, I have to go. It's it's, <laughs> it's it, mess, it with my mind. So, like, I gotta go watch this now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, so so we were talking about you, uh, you know, your your upbringing. You know how important your your grandmother was to you. And I know that there is a a special dish that you like to have when you're home. Uh, tell mm-hmm. our audience what it is, and do you ever deviate from that dish?
2: It's uh, it's called a wet burrito, and it's mm-hmm. mom's. She does like a whole flour tortilla, and she does a wheat one now because I'm trying to watch my figure. Mm. You know, I can't be going too uh, crazy. come so. on, it's come a lot man. of fun. <laughs> uh, but oh, I come, come I, on. I get one, I get one cheat meal a week. So she's like, all right, I'll make this <laughs> on a Saturday, on the weekend, or something like that. So it's a whole like a flour tortilla. She'll put either chicken or beef, whatever, uh, you know, what kind of meat we want inside. Then she'll put rice and beans inside. Then she'll fold it up. She obviously put cheese in there, like the queso, like the blanco and all that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we'll put that all in a tortilla, and it's like a big old burrito. It's probably like a one-pound or two-pound burrito. And then she'll put more, like, uh, rice and beans, and it's like homemade rice. Homemade rice and, you know, uh, homemade beans. So we call it the frijoles, or, you know, the yeah. brown, the brown brown beans, stuff like that. So we make for frijoles yeah. and put that all over the top. It's like, so the wet burrito comes from like, you no, know, the rice and beans being on top, then the queso, then the salsa, then the guac, then the cilantro. So it's there's just a lot whole happening. like, it's there's a lot going on. And as I said, if you get one, if you, get, if you're able to finish one, you're doing something right. But if you get two, you just, you, you, you're different because I used to be able to do two and I'm talking, it's like, it's oh, filling. No,
1: my, my stomach hurts. Um, that seems yeah. excessive, but I get it. Like when you go back home, <laughs> all you want is that comfort food. Like give me the one thing. Exactly. I'm going home next week to see my parents and my mom's first question. Well, what do you guys want to yep. eat? Now I have to defer and ask my husband what he wants to, because it's like a, they want to placate all of us. Um, But yeah, there are so. these like very specific, I'm, my response to her, you already know what the meal is. Why do you ask me every time? You know, I'm going to exactly. want the same so, thing. Every
2: time. Yeah, every time I come home, she's like, "You want the wet burrito?" I'm mm-hmm. like, "No, nah, I can't, I can't, I can't do it this time." So she knows, <laughs> she knows what I like, and it's it's one of those things where it's just it means a lot to go home and just be able to enjoy some authentic Mexican food because it's kind of hard to find here in Detroit every now and then. Uh, but everyone's, I would but I everyone's like, "Hey, you gotta try this spot out. Try this spot out." So I try all these Mexican spots out. It's just it's never the same as
1: mom's. Impossible, uh, right? Will? Well, well, so, and, so exactly. Yeah, and
2: exactly. she Learned from my dad's grandma, like she learned from my dad's mom, so I love that. The one that had passed away, it. so she yeah. she learned from her, and then uh, obviously his sister also. So it's uh, a lot of culture just being brought down.
3: Yeah, yeah, and I know that for the My Cause My Cleats initiative, you mm. honored your grandmother, and I know that was pretty special for you.
2: Yeah, it was special. I mean. It's, uh, I still remember, like it was yesterday, when I got drafted, I was at her funeral. And uh, oh. it's one of those things where I wanted to honor her, and her favorite color was blue. She was to wear this Honolulu blue uh, Stop. skirt when we go out as a family. So for, her t- for me to kind of just represent her in that, uh, in that way and that cause, it meant a lot. And at the end, I kept my cleats, and I ended up giving to my dad and one to his sister. Because I was her mother. So it was one of those things where I always grew up with my grandma. Like, we used to go stay the night there all the time. Like I said, I learned a lot from her. And uh, and I just miss her and love her every day. But I know she's doing good up there.
1: Oh, man, I have chills yeah, just no, listening to yeah. that. We were talking about this the other day Amazing. because uh, abuelas, right, grandmas, especially in, like, um, Hispanic households, mm-hmm. play such mm-hmm. a huge part in the village that raises you. Like we didn't really have babysitters. It was my grandma's <laughs> who yeah, were raising her. Exactly. So when each of them passed, it was, it, it's a shift in your life, right? It's like a parent. It really is yep. like a parent. What a beautiful way to honor her. What was her name?
2: Uh, Yolanda. Yolanda, Yolanda Martinez.
1: Oh, beautiful. I love that. It just it's, And the fact that you got drafted to a team that wears blue jerseys. I mean,
2: yeah, I it's can't. just like man above and man mm-hmm. above works mysterious ways. So Yeah, no coincidences she, at all. Yeah, I know she's watching over me and watching every game I play.
3: Well, I know she would be extremely proud of you. Like I said, we're proud of you and what you've accomplished and what you've done. And we're getting to know you here right on the El Huddle podcast. So I want to set this up so MJ and I could ask you some questions. So we get a chance mm-hmm. to, to know you okay so we know that your name your nickname is rodrigo right so maybe we do a rodri no or a rodrigo <laughs> so we'll ask you something and and you say go or no rodrigo or rodrigo no are you okay, okay with that
2: you good yeah i'm
3: okay with um that. okay uh all right mj should i just should i start uh, do it uh, now away. that we know he really likes the the wet burrito so uh rodrigo or rodrigo Fries in a burrito.
2: Go. Yes. Right answer. yes. There's only one. We're (laughs) off to a good start. Yes. Yes. Hey, It's different.
1: It does. It does. It does. And they got to be crispy because if they're too soggy, then it doesn't.
2: They can't be the soggy ones, the crispy.
1: Mm -mm. Everyone's the whole.
2: The tortilla is a soft one. You got to have some crispy in it
1: the textures have to line up. See, this is he's clearly a subject matter expert when it comes to burritos, and I love that for us. So, we touched a little bit on um, your Marvel fandom. Rodrigo or Rodrigo? No, Iron Man is better than Captain America. Mm. Go. Go? Yes. Wow. Okay. Big is one. it County the billionaire shark. thing or?
2: Yeah. No,
1: he's
2: got a little <laughs> the like a dry, sarcastic Love like, the humor. attitude yeah. to him. And my mom loves him. And when he died in, that, uh, in the endgame, I was like, oh, that's going to suck.
1: We'll put so. a spoiler <laughs> alert for the three people who still have not seen endgame. Because you know how people get about that stuff. Uh, <laughs> all
3: right. So, uh, Rodrigo or Rodrigo here. Would you go to a heavy metal concert with Dan Campbell? <sighs> Ooh.
2: dang. Can I wear like earplugs? Right, 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 <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair. I would go. I would go. Just to coach. Just to yeah, coach. but that doesn't so you're not so you are not convincing me. He would yeah, do it for coach. Guy. We don't
1: yeah. know that he even likes heavy metal.
2: Right, listen, listen. <laughs> You'd be around the guy for a whole year. This <laughs> guy definitely likes heavy metal.
1: He's no, you, Metallica, you.
2: He does. Oh, I I, I listen, Nirvana and Metallica, Metallica, you name it. Like, Okay.
1: After your death
2: like listen, my parents grew me like on uh, a lot of ethnicity with music. So some of those things I know heavy metal.
1: We have a diverse palette, okay, in our musical collection. I love that. Um while we're on the same same wavelength here, Rodrigo or Rodri, no. Aiden Hutchinson is a better dancer than you. No, no,
2: (laughs) that was immediate. (laughs) (laughs) He could keep the singing. I got to dancing. Got the- hey,
1: there we go, there we yeah. go.
3: Uh, now, it. now, listen. How 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 much crap did you get from people from your dancing, or or did he get more because of his Billy Jean routine?
2: Right. I don't know if I got any crap. Like, okay, I see like a little salsa, a little like you got the feet moving. And what people were, like were confused about when I was up there, like you couldn't see from behind what my feet were doing. <laughs> and like I was doing a whole like routine I did when I was younger, <laughs> like dancing in the backyard with my grandma and my you know that whole family. So we used to do cumbia dancing all the time in the backyard in the patio.
3: Wait. Oh, that's cool. That is
1: one of the, one one of the few genres of dance that I have not experienced is cumbia salsa i got really? you all day it's like dancing with the stars when we're at my parent at my tia's house like but cumbia yeah. is something that i haven't really done before so we'll swap we'll do a salsa yeah. lesson you'll do a cumbia lesson and we got this then we're like multifaceted yeah, we'll, all we'll
2: around put it up.
3: i love it that's so oh, cool man. i i feel bad because i don't know how to do either of them particularly stop well. it will
1: yes you do i know
3: i i, I don't <laughs> i i do have i do have the rhythm i i i know, I know that you for a fact yes but I don't know those so I need to get on those um let's go back to the burrito again because a person's preference in burrito says a lot about them in my opinion it's, it's so very rodrigo so rodrigo exactly yeah. rodrigo or rodrigo
2: corn in a burrito mm that's a tough one i usually put corn on the outside of burrito Because it's already so stuffed with the chicken, the rice, and the beans. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. But I do elote. Elote is... That was my next follow-up. That was going to be elote. We do corn on the outside on the cob, and we put all the fixings on that. So I'd rather have on the outside. So no. (laughs)
1: Madri, no. (laughs) I agree with that. I recently went to Austin, Texas, and I went to this amazing taco place. And it had elote corned it like instead of like queso, it was like a loaf yes. with chips. I yep. can I can say so right now. I I would bathe in it. It's so good. I know it's it so good. The same.
2: And you don't get it all in your teeth trying to, you know, eat it off the cob and all that. Precisely. So I've seen that here lately.
1: Precisely. Oh man. Um now I am I'm starving. getting
2: like uh, yeah <laughs> oh no I'm totally starving
3: right now. Very um good. I Again, as we're, we're getting to know you, um, we understand also, too, that you're a big-time gamer. Um, mm-hmm. what, what is what is your, your game of choice that you like to play? And on the team,
2: are you one of the best ones? So my game of choice is the Call of Duty game. Hmm. And okay. I think top five, I would say top five on the team. Because I'd say that because I know St. Brown is a big gamer, Jamar Jefferson. So those Mm -hmm. guys are like that. So it's one of those things where I was like, you know what, I'll put top five. And so I played with one of my teammates, and he didn't think I was that good. And I was just beating him the whole game. He's like, okay, you got a little something to you. Challenge accepted. I I was playing with Aline McNeil, and I was like, yeah. I said I played a couple games growing up when I was younger.
1: What is your gaming console of choice? This is not sponsored, by the way. Everybody listen
2: yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> but PS5. it could be Good clarity there X- ps5 ps5 to, okay ps5 yep. so i used to be okay. xbox growing up and then we went to the fiesta bowl for osu my last year and they gave us ps5 so i was like you know what it's a free ps5 oh yeah might as well skip it over we'll take it. i know all the big like i know all the big like twitch guys and everyone plays like off ps5 and all that
1: this is such yeah. an area that i'm i know nothing of but did you play the last of us isn't that a place? Not. Did you watch the show? Oh,
3: okay. Uh-uh.
1: Highly recommend. Okay. If you need something else yeah, to binge after you Absolutely. finish your 26, 27 Marvel movies, okay. 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out yeah, of 10. I'll see, if
2: I can squeeze, I'll see if I can squeeze it in there.
1: There are only nine <laughs> episodes. I feel like you could handle it. Yeah, <laughs> no, that'd, be, that'd,
2: be, that'd be a cakewalk compared to Marvel.
1: Right. Uh, all
2: right. Well, well, how about
3: this? So, so go or Rodri, no? The Lions should draft a quarterback in the first round. That's a tough Quarterback. One, we know. Damn, Well, yeah, I know. I thought, I thought, you know, make sure you lull them with a the burrito, talk, and eat, and then go yeah, right for I me.
1: Mean,
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm not the general manager, so is there like an end Fair point? point? <laughs> yes or <and> no? Like, <laughs> hey, I'm not the one throwing the money out there. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: right. We, we, we can go with that. Although like Brad Holmes, we had him on Good Morning Football and he actually had this sweatshirt. I don't know if you saw this. Maybe you have one, but it says revenge on it. Mm. And mm. And I don't know if this is kind of like a state of mind for you guys, because there's a lot of like chatter that the Lions are for real and they are mm. going to be tougher than what they were last mm-hmm. year what do you think of these these newfound
2: expectations i think he just kind of like sprinkling a little of what we're coming with next year so he's hey. just kind of just wearing the stuff uh, so it's uh definitely the right staff and the right uh you know like i said dan campbell he's just uh down to earth dude and he's he's gritty so that was our motto next year like very gritty and you can tell all year he was like that so it's just one of those things where it's just type of culture we're bringing around here it's just the grit and the The tenacity we have with the guys and just the chemistry, everyone's, you know, all buying in.
1: Love that. I think the culture shift, and I know you just got to Detroit, um, is the biggest thing for us watching from the outside, right? You can tell that it's sure. just different there. The tone yeah. is different. The mentality is different. Um, and it's been, it's been so fun to watch for us. So please keep it coming because we love to see oh, it. I'm like, it. can we get like sure. a part duh or like a digital spin, a TikTok um, series on, on you guys in, in, in the season next year? Cause I loved it. Love I know it. the
2: TikTok that I, I they're starting to pick up on it now, and the TikToks are coming, and you know everyone's <laughs> just throwing the the hard knocks helped a lot. So it was yeah, uh, one of those things just kind of building, stacking, stacking each day.
1: I have a love hate so, TikTok, but if you guys do it, I will watch.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: well, what well are you going to be unveiling more more uh, pregame fits for everybody to watch? I mm-hmm. mean, you had the the hat, you know, you had the whole like get up so. We have more of those in your future. What do we yeah, got? Yeah, of course, no. of
2: course. It's one of those things where I've been talking to the family, and I was like, you know what? I need more cowboy fits because I would switch it off between like a suit or like uh, kind of dressing up nice. And I was like, the cowboy thing is just something that's just natural for me. It's just right. I kind of like it's comfortable, you know. Yeah. The suit things are you know, a little tight and all that. I'm like, nah, I can't do that. So I like the cowboy hat, the suits, and so it's one of those things where next year I have to you know bring a whole different type of cowboy.
1: You can definitely sort of like fuse it, right? Cowboy chic. We can make it a thing oh, yeah, going correct. into 2020. And I see
2: a lot of guys wear sombreros. I was like, I used to have a sombrero when I was little. So I'm like, I, I can sombrero with a suit or something.
1: Anything, everything's
2: everything's on the Jones board. Did it. Yeah. Aaron Jones did yeah. it. So I was like, why? why, why can't I?
1: You can Yeah,
3: yeah. He's he's proud of his roots from in Utep. Um, you know, since we have you and it's and it's obviously topical and it's a new thing, Aaron Rodgers coming out saying that he intends to play for the Jets. You obviously faced him uh mm-hmm. twice this past season. Um what do you make of him
2: leaving the division? Uh it's one of those things I never thought it would come. You know, he's right. been in the division Neither for Neither did we not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> been very successful in the division and in his career. So for him to leave, it's going to be kind of a shock around the world
1: for everybody. Well, what's it like going up against him though? Because I think you know we get lost sometimes in all the all the headlines and the drama. But let's not forget what he's brought to the field and mm-hmm, for you to yeah. play him at Lambeau too. I mean, that was significant at a, a game that ended the season for him.
2: Yeah, exactly. It was one of those things where he's he's very competitive, mm-hmm. competitive guy. He you know he. Like I said, his career's gone the way it is because just how competitive he is. So it's one of those things where if you don't bring your A game, he's gonna pick you apart or just pick the defense apart. So he's been in the league for a long time, and he he's able to read defenses and uh, get the offense where they need to go. But any trash you talking, you can now? say
1: that you did it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, so yeah, oh, <laughs> two. I, I was like, dang, like oh, two, like two and zero against Rodgers, first year. That's not bad. So let's go. Yeah, right? so, Oh, yeah. He was a, a track tracker. <laughs> he would trash talk, like you know, when he'd be on the ground or like we'd like tackle him or something like that. He, you know, he trash talk and everything. But everyone trash talks, so it's one of those things. that's kind of, you know, never hearing it on TV, but in, just in person is kind of cool.
3: Yeah, boy, but that uh-huh. win in Lambeau, that had to feel yeah. good. It how was how good it did that feel? Good.
2: Yeah, it felt good. Just going on the bus home, everyone's happy and all that. You know, a little bum we didn't make the playoffs, but it was one of those right. things where they didn't make the playoffs either. So there's a lot of tension built up between that game. And it was very cold, I'll say that. Lambeau is no joke to play in January.
1: No, I'll go to a preseason <laughs> game early September. Yeah. That's it. I'm out. Um, Rodrigo, Malcolm, I don't know. so many different yeah. uh, nicknames here um malcolm is my favorite because that's the dude we just got to know thank you yeah. so much for coming on el huddle we appreciate thank you, you sharing
2: malcolm,
0: this was awesome dude yourself thank you with us about to do this again thank you guys for, for sure you. you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Off season, we don't know her,
1: but we're here. It is technically (laughs) titled as that, Um, but... These off-season moves have already been crazy, not just through free agency, but just people shuffling around a couple of trades. So there's been quite a few memorable ones so far, some that are still pending. I'm going to immediately eliminate Aaron Rodgers out of this situation, sure. out of our list. And let's I go with, <laughs> with three <laughs> moves, trade signings, whatever that you think will have the most impact the coming season. Will, what's the top one in your mind?
3: Uh, Well, are we just going to go back and forth? Should we do it that way?
1: Yeah, we can ping pong. All
3: right. Um, So the first one for me is Stephon Gilmore going from the (gasps) Colts to the Cowboys. If you're Dan Quinn, you are licking your chops because now you have Trayvon Diggs and Gilmore. You're Mm -hmm. going to see a lot more man coverage. Gilmore had a nice bounce back season, so he still has some juice left in him. I think that now Diggs doesn't have to always go up against the number one wide receiver. So I think this is going to be um, a great impactful move for that defense in Dallas, MJ.
1: Okay. I'm going to say one. And I know that this fan base still, some definitely know how they feel about it and they're not happy and other folks just don't know how to feel about it. But I think that, James Richard Garoppolo in Vegas is going to change the dynamics of that team immediately for various reasons, right? One, the familiarity with Josh McDaniels, right? Which was for coach, I'm told one of the main reasons why they wanted Jimmy, right? It's important. He wants a guy who he can tell, Hey, this is the play we're running. Cool. Execute it. Let's go. But also I think the, the, in terms of the locker room, that's as, as close as you're going to get to how Derek Carr felt there, a guy who's team first, a guy who puts himself above anything else. Like, I love that that dynamic and will will remain the same there because these are two of, two of the quarterbacks in the league that I respect the most as people, especially how they conduct themselves around their teammates as well. Um, but I think in terms of just the culture, I hope that Raider Nation really embraces Jimmy um Let's not forget that the man is a winner. He is. He, he is. Does look at the record for everything else that you may feel right now. Tell me how you feel when y'all start winning some games. All right, it's gonna <laughs> be fine. It's gonna be fine. No one panic. I'm gonna throw the jerseys out the door. Relax. I think this is gonna be good. Yeah,
3: as long as he's healthy. The the Las Correct. Vegas chapter of the Patriots Alumni Association welcoming <laughs> another member. Right.
1: Hundred um, percent. Chapter meetings every Wednesday. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
3: Okay, so I am going to go with uh, Javon Hargrave. Oh, I think for the 49ers, this was mm-hmm. an incredible move. Oh. He had 11 sacks last yep. season. You couple that with Nick Bosa, who had 18 and a half sacks. Yep. Inside, he wreaks havoc. Outside, Bosa is going to feast. So is Eric Armstead. And it also weakens an NFC opponent for the 49ers, an opponent that would appear to be an obstacle for them on their way to a Super Bowl trip. And when he wasn't on the field, it made a big difference on that Eagles defense. When he was on there, he was all everything, highly disruptive. So I think this D-line for the 49ers just got scarier. So if you're Matthew Stafford, whoever the Cardinals throw out there while Kyler's getting Uh, a recovering from his injury, good luck because the 49ers defense is going to be for real.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. One for me is, uh, so it's more so of a team situation than like a specific signing because many things have happened um, and it's with the Eagles. So I love that they made sure that Kelsey was still there because they're having the most important guy um, that holds it down for your star quarterback Good move, Howie. Love that they took a shot after they signed the deal, because everything else around them has moved around quite a bit. Miles Sanders out of there, Slay out of there. I mean, the list of free agents that they but had. But he's going to come back, though. It looks like he's going to come I back. Hope so. And there a lot Brad going Barry, on. So yeah, many. They did and, get Bradbury, which was cocks. huge. But there's so yeah. much going on there. Like I'm so curious to see how that team looks once all the dust settles once all is said and done once a draft is done um and we're getting ready to start the year because it's been quite uh, like a little bit of a shakeup, a little bit of a shake-up yeah. over there so you yeah, no, keeping a close 18, eye on philly yeah 18 free agents Ooh, uh I, I thought it was, I was 16 so I was, even more more than i remembered mm-hmm. yeah
3: so so james bradbury was somebody i was going to throw out there but for the sake of being different uh nah. i'm going to say linebacker david long Going to the Dolphins on a two year deal. He was with the Titans, missed the last five games of the season. So that's the reason why that contract wasn't too outrageous. He is excellent when it comes to pass coverage mm-hmm. and being around the ball, being aggressive, uh, really, uh, really brought an identity to that Titans defense. It's a more underrated. But wow, that was quite the move from the Dolphins, who have had a great offseason. The past two offseasons for the Dolphins really has said something. Now, I could have gone with Jalen Ramsey, but that was too easy. So I thought I'd go with somebody else who is not as as flashy. He's not the headline like Jalen Ramsey, but Mm -hmm. he's the one making news, too. And as you mentioned, they end up signing both of their running backs on offense. The defense is a lot tougher now with Vic Fangio, who's going to be overseeing it. So I really like what they've done there. And then they signed Mike White as the backup QB. White Lightning. And we saw what he did in, yeah, White Lightning. The pride Brang of Pembroke Pines,
1: there. Florida. Yeah, yeah. So he's from down there. So so yeah.
3: I thought, like, this has been a good offseason for the for the Dolphins.
1: I would say so. Um, I am going low-hanging fruit because my next guy was Jalen Ramsey. I'm it. not afraid to go the easy yeah, route for here. for it unbelievable love this for us I feel like Fangio's just out there like be aggressive got to be aggressive keep going (laughs) yeah I love it and to see the the all over social media yesterday him and Xavier Howard at the facility um just taking it in already leaning in on 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 the bond there they went to the Miami Heat game they were courtside um the Miami Heat team already gave Ramsey a jersey you know what I mean like he is living for this as are we Um, I felt like the the defense was an area where we needed to up our game. I think, especially with him and X, iron sharpens iron in this situation because Xavier was a man a few years ago that led the league in picks. And then last year, we didn't really see much from him. But I think now you can already see how excited he is to have his counterpart there. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for them to pick off Aaron Rodgers twice next year.
3: Yeah, yeah. As as my mom would say, lo necesitaban a gritos. Yeah. So they say Nicaragua, right? That's a big thing. They needed
1: and the, they this know, identity
3: there. And they they know it.
1: how tough the division is, right? Like yeah, Jets do. are trying to lock in a, a big dude. They've already made uh, moves as well. They Alan Lazard is heading over there. We already know what the bills can bring. You can never discount the Patriots or That's shouldn't right. overlook them for sure um so so this is exactly what need needed to happen too. the afcs is going to be on fire next season yes it is for sure
3: hey this podcast has been on fire right we've had great guests great discussion and then now we have to put a little bow on everything the e punto.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: so my e punto is jalen carter and I'll tell you why mm. Georgia held their pro day. Yep. He was overweight and could not finish drills. Yep. If you are a top prospect, you need to show up and take these things seriously. He's also dealing with that off-field issue, which right. is awful. And that's a whole other thing that I'm sure is concerning to talent evaluators. Now the question becomes, how far is he going to fall? And yeah. we've had Ryan Leaf, on once a week for Good Morning Football, and some people, oh, Ryan Leaf, what did he do? He was a bus and blah, blah, blah. And Ryan fully admits that stuff. But one of the things that he said is that he realized that his ego kept him from preparing the mm. way that he should have. And I think for these guys like Jalen Carter, who has so much talent, so much to offer on the football field to not be prepared, not be ready, not good y punto you got to be ready if you have an opportunity show up and show out don't take that route that's not the way to go
1: mm, especially if there's controversy around you as well ooh very good point very good punto my friend um for me y yes, yes. punto is that the quote unquote off season It is a marathon, not a sprint. There's a lot happening all at once in like big chunks, right? Like we have combine, we have free agency, we have the draft. It all happens kind of quickly and succinctly. Um, But I think we all need to remember that the season will be here before we know it but there's a lot of hurdles and a lot of roads that we need to get through that teams need to get through um before everything is shored up so i i think it's it's a reminder to myself and for very everybody out there there's a reason we call this week free agency frenzy because it feels every bit frenzied right we're like oh this quarterback is going there that's it they're going to the super bowl or we're going to have the first pick in the draft next year because we're going to be check everybody take a breath Let's do our mindful meditation together a little asmr it's gonna be fine yes everything's gonna be great positive vibes only here <laughs> on the l huddle podcast if you love us yeah. as much as we love you please um share the podcast rate it please. subscribe to it um listen to it Download. wherever you get your podcasts and and we love doing this with you guys we're just getting started here so for will this is mj mm-hmm. we'll be back we got plenty more to talk about trust me the headlines will not stop Will love you
3: love mean you it. adios <laughs> <laughs>